0: No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program.
1: I'm fortunate enough to be in a community that is a safe space for me to ask this, where there's 14,000-plus people that have gone through these same things. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone,
2: Welcome to the All Things Testosterone Podcast, gentlemen. My name is Brandon, founder of the TRT community, host of the All Things Testosterone Podcast. Today, I'm catching back up with Eric. We chatted on an episode, I don't know, maybe episode three or five or somewhere back in the day. Um, He was, at the time, a non-TRT user. Now he's uh, a couple weeks in, and we got the opportunity to catch up to see how the weeks leading up to TRT went for him and how it's gone since he started TRT. We had a a nice long conversation. This is kind of a bonus episode because I posted this to YouTube where, you know, maybe like two people saw it. Hopefully uh, more of you guys will get to listen to it and benefit from it on the podcast platform. Uh, But anyway,
1: here it is. Enjoy. I'm fortunate enough to be in a community that is a safe space for me to ask this where there's 14,000 plus people. That have gone through these same things and probably a lot of people have had the same questions and thoughts as they're considering starting hormone replacement or have started it and still just kind of wondering, you know, what is this going to do to me?
2: Did you get mixed answers for those questions? Because those are all questions that could kind of go either way.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of funny. The thing that I've seen you're talking about within the community. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there were some people that, that definitely took, like, specifically that question about, like, am I going to hit puberty again? Like, is my voice going to get deeper and hair and blah, blah, blah. And there were definitely some people that were kind of more lighthearted, and th- and that's totally fine. It really offends people sometimes. Like, people are really sensitive to it. Right. I mean, it's the Internet. If you don't have thick skin on the Internet, then, you know. Foreskin? Do, some- <laughs> do, do something else. But, yes, foreskin. Foreskin. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, there were definitely varying opinions, but I think the the if if I could kind of condense everything into just kind of a general consensus, it was, yes, you might notice some changes. A lot of it depends on your body and how yeah. you respond to it.
2: It can go a lot of different ways. You could get more hair. You could get less hair. You could right. start losing the ha- the hair on your head. Your penis won't necessarily get bigger, but it very well may feel more present, if that makes sense. Sure. Alive. Especially if you ever do um tadalafil, Cialis like that, it doesn't make it bigger. It just makes it feel like it's there.
1: It's got a it's got a greater presence in the room. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I think the tea does that in the in the sense not from a blood flow perspective, but in a masculinity uh, in that kind of way. Just, yeah, it just it makes it. Yeah, I don't sure.
1: Know. Well, I, you know, and. To your point, I mean, and we were talking about this before we started, is, you know, I woke up. So uh, today is Saturday morning. Uh, First injection was at like 12 on Thursday, 1230. And I'm like, okay, I feel good. Like, haven't really, like, tested out the waters or anything. And I woke up this morning with morning wood, And it caught me off guard because I couldn't remember the last time that I had. And I'm 34 years old, right? Like, but it caught me off guard. Yeah. And, um, it, it was almost like I was like, it was kind of funny because I, like, I got up and I went to the bathroom and I told my wife about it. Like <laughs> I had morning wood this morning. <laughs> that's <laughs> Which common
2: is- first, first side effect, you know, within two days or two weeks, like that's the first thing that people will. And then next will come libido kind of hand in hand, um, a lot of guys will come in the group, and I am sure you've seen it. They'll say, "Oh, I, I don't feel any different." It's been six weeks. Well, that six to eight week mark is about whenever you start feeling cognitive differences, and you know, just sense of well being. Sure, but the yeah, the erection frequency and quality are usually pretty quick.
1: The other thing that I appreciate about the community is it's. I think because it's, you know, I, I know there's women in the group, but it's primarily men that are in the group. And it's just, it's funny to me because I'm naturally a humorous person. Like I enjoy good humor. And so, you know, like the comments that I got about like, oh, well, I, I guess I missed the memo on my junk getting bigger, <laughs> right? Like on, my, on my, my question. And you, you know, like I, I know you posted something about like your E2 being off and it was your you know you had a charcoal mask on or whatever and it's just like that's what i love about the community that i i think that there's not a i, I think for the most part there's a lot of people that don't take themselves too seriously about this like yeah. i i watched a video um can i say celebrity names absolutely okay so so i watched a video the other day on joe rogan and and it You and I have talked about this, but just hearing it like more and more just really affirms it's not so much that um, that I'm going to end up being some bodybuilder or something like that. But it's just it's getting me back to a level when I was in my 20s. Right. Like he he talks about he's 50 uh, early 50s. Now he's been on it for like 10, 11 years, and it's basically just gotten him back to a place where he was when he was younger. Right. And like like that for me is exciting. Like I'm you know, I'm not a super slim person. Um, I'm definitely not looking at this as like I hope that I lose weight on this, but I've I've definitely heard a lot of people say that they have because yeah. lean muscle mass burns fat faster.
2: I would argue and, and a lot of guys will argue that you it doesn't affect it, but it, it absolutely does. It makes your body more efficient in, in every way. And that includes your metabolism. I mean it, it'll True. be more efficient. It I've I've done anecdotal experiments where I've gone off of it and Diet, and we've talked about this. I think our, my diet stays the same. I'm not on tea. I gain weight. I get back on tea. My diet
1: doesn't change. I start to lose weight. It, it's yeah. I mean, I I stand by it. It'll when you start in your friend's movie. Was that on tea or off T? Because uh, you were uh, looking pretty trim and pretty svelte in that. Like you that looked was probably 2000, like, like a leading man. 14?
2: Yeah, I think that was on tea. Yeah. Maybe the beginning of T. I put in a lot of work before I started T, and that's what kind of um, led me to think that I, w- I started struggling with building muscle, with, with losing weight, and then I started it. And I didn't get very far in working out. I was doing strength training at the time. I didn't get very far on T. So I still don't really know what I'm capable of physique-wise and, and strength-wise on testosterone to the extent that I'd like to. Yeah. That's why I – tried to start lifting or you didn't fail i failed tried to start lifting with you because i want to see what i can do on it but yeah that was i think it was on so last time you were here Mm you kind of mentioned that you had some symptoms and sent you over to discounted labs you pulled just the total and free testosterone Mm -hmm.
1: test right yeah what happened after that um honestly i feel like i kind of I was I was fairly confident that I was going to be low. Um when I got my numbers back, I was like, "Wow." Like I've heard numbers thrown around for people like when they first get tested and mine was like incredibly low and it's like, "How am I not experiencing some of the things that other people are?" Right. Right? Like if it's this I'm like it it was very defeating and not so much like, "Okay, this is something that I'm going to have to do," but just like the hell is wrong with my body that it's like that bad?
2: You didn't get a sense of relief at all? Like, this makes sense?
1: I mean... Yes and no. Like, it was – honestly, it was really confusing and it was it was really um, – it was almost one of those, like, rubber meets the road moments, right? Because it's like I've been talking about this. It's been very kind of ethereal. Like, oh, maybe that's something I should do. Like, maybe I have some issues with this. Yeah, like some of the things that Brandon talks about, that seems like it kind of lines up with, you know, maybe some of the things I'm struggling with. But I don't know. Like, there, there are definitely – um, you know, like I can look back to maybe like the last five or six years and notice a difference in my libido. I can notice a difference in my energy levels and just like wanting to go out and about and like do stuff with my family and just, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like it, like I said, it was to the point that I, I reached out to you, right? Like I text you because I was like, this sucks, um, and it wasn't it wasn't immediately a situation where I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna do this and like I've got hope. It was like, oh, this is really like disappointing. Like this is bad. Like, like, am I gonna have to go on like some super dose to <laughs> the, like no, even get no. normal? Yeah, the
2: guys respond to dosing so incredibly different, and you know, a hundred milligrams a week could take you to two thousand nanograms a deciliter whereas that's going to take me to you know 900 so it it varies so much like there's no rhyme or reason but you won't need a super dose
1: dude the next time i'm going to be here so (laughs) it just makes me so uh i told my wife i got my first injection she sends me a i'll say it appropriately since it's your podcast and i'm a guest here she sent me a (laughs) gif and uh uh, it was it was Hulk Hogan tearing his shirt, and she was like, "This will be you." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I mean, that's a lot of pressure." But yeah, I mean, like, there could be worse people to be like. Yeah. So what what was what did the test say? What was your number? Um, so test serum was one twenty four, and they said the reference interval is two sixty four to nine sixteen, and then uh, the free was three point seven. And it says the reference interval on that is 8.7 to 25.1. So I mean like like I looked at that and I was just like, shit, like I don't even like <laughs> like you know, like you see like, oh, well, I'm just outside of that world. Yeah. It's like I'm not even like I don't even register on that right. scale. I'm I'm an outlier. Right. Well, and that, I think that
2: it just goes to show how how different people are and i was in the mid to upper 300s but my reference was 350 to 1150 or 1200 or something so you know i i was within the normal range whether we're using that one or that one but on the very tail end but i felt profoundly different than i do on testosterone like i had all kinds of symptoms and yeah it just i see that as an issue i guess that that doctors would just typically write you off because, not you necessarily, but like sure. me at 350, when the range starts at 325, like, no, you're done. Just just treat me, make yeah. me feel better. So after you went and got your blood, we talked. You were 124. Uh, you just pulled total and free. You didn't do LH, FSH, anything like that. So then we talked and I sent
1: you over to the doctor. Um, how did that go? What happened when you saw your doc? I just stopped by the office, said, Hey, I want to, I want to get tested. I've already got, or uh, not get tested. I want to talk to, uh, to this doctor that I've been referred to. Um, I've already done some labs and, uh, yeah, I just want to have more of a consulting conversation about moving forward with this. And they're like, all right, great. Filled out some paperwork. And that was on Tuesday and I had an appointment on Thursday. So it was super quick, great turnaround. Um, Had you decided that at that time that you
2: were going to go forward with the treatment?
1: Yeah. So there was probably a two to two and a half week interval between me joining the community and actually going to the doctor's office. And so in that time, I think just being in the community and not being on it one, it was really kind of odd because I wasn't contributing in a way of like, I'm doing this what are your thoughts about yeah. that? I'm experiencing this. What are your thoughts on like it was very like elementary just kind of like remedial questions. Yeah. Like I'm not on this, I'm exploring it. What is that like? Um and so uh yeah, so go to the doctor's office and and really like yeah, I had pretty much decided like if he's going to put me on T then I'm going to do it. Um which is kind of a hard decision to come to I think like in hindsight I look at that and it's like this isn't something where hey we're going to put you on this for 6 months and hopefully it improves your condition it's yeah. like this is a this is a commitment yeah right cuz <clears throat> I'm 34 I hope to live past 35
2: we'll see
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I mean it was it was it was a a big decision, a big commitment and uh yeah, so go to the doctor's office and um yeah, we basically sat down, went through what we just talked about, 124, 3.7. He was like, "Yeah, you're really low." I was like, "Thanks."
2: He's really tan, right?
1: <laughs> super
2: <So> tan, tan.
1: <laughs> and super jacked.
2: Yeah. So I treated with him for like 2 years in a different office where he actually had to wear a coat, doctor whatever, lab coat, doctor's coat. And never knew. And he would talk about like, oh, I like to lift weights. And I'm like, yeah, you look a little pudgy. He he bought he he owns this new practice, and he does not wear the lab coat. He wears the uh, polo shirts, super tight. And I'm like, this
1: guy's huge. I've got to assume that he's modeling his wardrobe after uh, after Bruce Banner, <laughs> but like from the old like Lou Ferrigno days, uh-huh. like back in the 1970s, yeah. where like. Like his clothes are just a little too small and they're kind of, cause I mean, he was just, I mean, he looked like he had like water hoses in his arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: just totally ripped. And he's not, he's not super thin. And to, for him to be that vascular is, he's ridiculous. It's all vanity muscles.
1: <laughs> Curls for the girls, man. <laughs>
2: So so he said yeah you're incredibly low we can start you on on testosterone. He's like, we'll now. go
1: he's like, I'm going to go ahead and write the script." So he's writing it out. We're going to do uh we're going to do 200 milligrams. Uh Wait, hold
2: on, back up. Did he t- did he have to touch your testicles? <laughs> no. Well, that's a common question. Like what's going to what what can I expect from the doctor in the office? Did he do uh a digital rectal examination? No. No. Okay. No. I didn't I I knew he didn't because I've seen him for years but I it's crazy how often people ask me that is the doctor going to stick a like finger in my butt really Mhm and I usually say do no Do some doctors oh, do yeah. that Oh yeah for You're, for this purpose Yeah
1: like, urologists they, specifically They're checking colon and I prostate don't, or not colon They're probably checking prostate function
2: We have labs for that so maybe I don't know Gotcha So no digital rectal no uh, hernia, testicle no, feeling. My, my pants were on the entire pants stayed on. And, yeah, my pants have never come off in his office either. Um, in his office? Well, I mean, they've come off, like, this morning. Tonight they'll come off. I've taken my pants off I was, before. I was just
1: saying, like, they haven't come off in <laughs> his office. Right. Like, but they've come off in other places at his place.
2: No, of- they've yeah. come off at other places. We can, you stop the sentence there, and then that would be accurate. Any further, <laughs> may not. So you said he's uh, he's got you on 200 milligrams a week, right?
1: Yes. And it's 0.5 ml twice a week. Gotcha. Um, And then I think he said 300 units.
2: Well, no, he stopped you there, right? And he said, you don't need anything other than this one injection of testosterone and you're good. He didn't say, he said, you don't need any HCG because that is not FDA approved for this treatment.
1: That's not at all what he said. Oh, what did he say? He said, uh, we're going to put you on 300 units. And then he stopped and he said, are you planning on having kids? And I said, I mean, we're not preventing, but we're not trying if you catch my drift. And he's like, So are you actively trying right now? No. He's like, All right, we'll put you on a maintenance dose and then just talk to me if you actually do want to start trying for kids and we'll put you on like a booster kind of thing a couple months in advance.
2: Of so that. you he he asked if you're gonna if you're thinking about having children. You said no, not necessarily. And he didn't say, Oh, then you don't need HCG. Did not say that at all. And he didn't say, do you care about the size of your testicles? Never came up. Okay. So you're not trying to have kids and presumably don't care about the size of your testicles. And he still wanted to prescribe you HCG. Yes. I, I guess I don't, I'm not going to go too far down this because I feel like I'm this huge pusher of HCG. You can do TRT without it. What I want people to know is the information. I want them to be knowledgeable. So it, The reason I push it so much is because without it, and we've talked, you know this, you're not just losing out on your size of your testicles and the ability to have children. You're missing out on other hormones, progesterone, DHEA, those kinds of things, which you can supplement separately. But so many guys just say, I'm not going to have kids. I'm married. My wife doesn't care about the size of my testicles. I don't need
1: HCG, and it's just untrue. Here's the problem, man. So God knows this when he makes us. is smaller potatoes make the meat look bigger. That's actually a thing that they use in the restaurant business. Okay. Um, that is what I am working with. And so I feel like my coin purse would look really weird if I had balls that had atrophied. Okay. So, I mean, just from a vanity perspective, not doing it. Okay,
2: good. I, I like to You know, it, it
1: might make your
2: dosing a little trickier. It might make the side effects more prevalent. You might have to do more work because you're taking more medication, but you'll probably feel better. Your sense of well being will be better, um, your memory will be better, those kinds of things. So it, it's probably worth it. So he put you on HCG. did Did he give you or he did he do that that day? Probably not because he didn't have HCG on. Correct. It. Okay. So he sent you to a local compound compounding pharmacy to pick up the HCG. He injected you that day with the testosterone. Yes. Where did he inject you?
1: Yeah. Uh, so it was it was crazy. So he said uh, we're going to go ahead and do your first shot today, and I'm like, cool. And he said, my nurse is actually going to like walk you through it. So I thought she was actually going to like kind of like walk me through and like I'm going to like I'm going to do the draw and then switch the – and she did everything. But she was super – she was really, really – I don't want to say slow, but she was very like methodical about it and very – yeah, very thorough about explaining everything and – um i think that's good a lot of
2: guys will come to the group and they're like i just got this in my mailbox didn't even send my labs yet what am i supposed to do
1: and yeah so at least you got education too much education but education i mean it was and it for me being a person that's very like i just want to know exactly what i'm doing so that way i don't f this up it was awesome yeah right and so she's like you know, one swipe on the bottle and then take this and rub your arm all over the place because you don't know exactly where you're going to inject and, right? So, like, all these different things and then she just goes. And it's funny because, you know, like butterfly needles when they do, like, you know, when you sit with a phlebotomist, like, you feel a pinch when it goes in your arm. Yeah. What gauge did she use?
2: 27. Right, so the and I felt nothing. The reason you feel a pinch is because they use a 16 gauge when they do those.
1: No, like I get that, but I'm saying like, like I felt nothing, and I thought that I, I maybe felt a little bit of pressure just because. I mean, it's an oil; it's it's thicker, but not much. Did it
2: take her 20 seconds to push the injection?
1: Maybe, and that was I, I think part of just her being like. Hey, you're going to do this slow. You don't want to press too hard. Like, it's a little bit thicker. So, it's going to take a little bit. Like, you're not washing a car and trying to pressure wash. Yeah. Right. And the other thing, it's funny because, like, you see these, like, you know, you watch these movies where people are doing steroids or drugs or whatever. And you see this where they're just like, Yeah. And it's just like, you know, two seconds and it's like, Maybe that might be the case for something that's a, a very thin kind of whatever, but it's like I could never imagine myself doing that for anything, where I'm just like trying to like jam it in my leg. Oh yeah, and then
2: you know I've I've been doing this for six years. I have never once just jammed it. Never. I I can't. I and it would be nice to just be able to to stick it quickly, but no. I am a I. It's name I, your sex tape. Bring, <laughs> I bring it to the skin. I hold it taut. And I push so slowly the needle into my skin. I don't like needles, you know, and I've got a lot of tattoos. That's fine. And I get, uh, I do bloodletting and that's fine, but I hate it. So to have to inject myself, you know, two, three. Have four you passed out getting a, week, a tattoo? No, it, it doesn't hurt me. It, tattoos are totally different because they're surface level, no big deal. And the injections are different. But the phlebotomy going into me and into my vein and with a a 16-gauge needle, I don't like it. I've never passed out, but they usually have to... Scrap you down. Um, do my heart rate two or three times. So w- b- when I walk into their office, my heart's going. And if you're over 100 beats per minute, they won't, they won't allow time. you to do it. Right. So they'll they'll check. You're over 100. Why don't you sit with this fan on your face for a few minutes and we'll come back. And then they come back and I've gone even higher. And then they're like, yeah, we can't do it. And I'll have to say, could you call the, the doctor on staff and tell them that I had coffee this morning and that I'm really nervous? And they'll call the doctor and they'll come back and say, OK, the doctor said it's fine. That's every time. Every time I go into to is, that, is that always true that you've had coffee. Usually it's monster, but yeah, Oh <laughs> boat a terribly <laughs> nervous. Yeah. Cause I don't walk around with a hundred beats per minute resting heart rate. But as soon as I can I see that I'm building, like on the way, like right now thinking about it, my heart rates probably, pick, I hate it. Are you, are you sweating? I'm not sweating. <laughs> not yet. But if we keep talking about it, I will.
1: <laughs> the thing that I feel like I've seen a lot, and and I asked this question about like you know what determines like gel or pellet or injection or you know sub Q or IM or or whatever. It, it seems like you know like if you go to if you go to a um, oncologist, right? Because you have cancer. There's probably there's maybe a little bit of a window there in terms of how people treat. Yeah. Um, But there's probably just kind of like a general kind of this is where you stay. And it seems to me like there's more – it seems to me like there's a a broader spectrum in in TRT in terms of the way that doctors treat. Do you think that's because there's so many options or do you think it's because – there's so many opinions from different doctors and so many different studies. And I think, like, where do you think that comes from?
2: Oncologists are specialized in oncology. There is no testosterone doctor. Right. So I think what you get is, um, well, and, and to oncology, uh, oncologists make a ton of money. They make a ton of money to know everything there is to know about oncology and cancer and how they're going to nail it. Right. Right. There's no money in testosterone. Uh, Your doctor, Kevin, we'll call him Kevin. Kevin probably made, like, I I don't even know how to throw out a figure. He didn't make anything. There was an office visit, and that's it. So, what, 50, 75, 100 bucks? Small. He's got to pay for those gym visits somehow. Got to pay for those gym visits. So, I just think it's small potatoes. And and he is one that is specialized in hormones. But for a general practitioner, they're going to make more money knowing a little bit about everything than they are, uh, you know, a lot of bit about testosterone.
1: So, one of the things that I've seen uh, people post about in, their, in the in the community is people talking about going and getting their shots done. Mm-hmm. Are there are there clinics that that do that because that is profitable for them?
2: Yeah, and there are some guys that like that, and because they fine. don't have to
1: worry about loading and storing, going and
2: buying it, they don't yeah. have to worry about anything. They walk into the office on their lunch break. It takes seven minutes. I've done that at, at the low T center. It takes seven minutes. From the time you get out of your car to the time you're back in your car, they take you back, they inject your glute. Yeah, it's quick and it's easy. And then, oh, by the way, it's seventy five dollars a week. So yeah, it's an option, but um they do it because they're making more money. They're making what Kevin just made off of you every week off of every patient. Whereas you're not when's your follow up with Kevin? October. Yeah. So what is that? Six weeks probably? Close to eight. Yeah. So he's gonna see you in eight weeks. He's gonna do well,
1: you tell me, what's he gonna do? Follow-up labs at that point. Yeah. yeah. He said, he said he was going to do labs just to see yep. kind of my improvement.
2: Sure. And to see, yeah, he wants to see where that dose is going to take you. But, but that's all, that's all he's making. Whereas these, these clinics that are making you come into the office, they're, they're making that every week off of every
1: single patient. Sure. I mean, I could see that, how that would be lucrative and I could see how people, you know, I, I think it's maybe easy to be like, well, why would, excuse me, why wouldn't you want to do that yourself? And I can definitely see like why people would not want to have to deal with that stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, um, I can see the convenience factor. The low T center treated me pretty poorly just in turn.
1: I, I got the idea that. Was it just you that they treated poorly or do you think that was just like in general, everybody that they did?
2: No, they had great customer service. I think that something about their Patient care was bad. For me, it just felt like they were stringing me along. They started me at a dose that was really low. I expected them to be the experts. And they started me at a dose that was so low without HCG that really after about four weeks, my numbers were lower than when I started because my natural production had stopped because they were giving me some, but they weren't giving me enough. And they would bump me up like 10 milligrams every three weeks or something. I mean, it was just – I felt like they were dragging their feet to get me dialed in because they knew that once I got there, I would leave and go treat with somebody that was more affordable. It's better to it's better for business to treat than to cure. Yeah, yeah. So I just I didn't have a good experience and I didn't really like the cattle call.
1: So type. when, so maybe it's just because we're we're using the word treat and treatment so much. When you said they were treating you poorly, yes. it's not that they were. They did call me like, names like slapping you around. It's that the way that they were treating you for yeah. low tea was was. Poor poor yeah, Inter- yeah okay nobody punched me in the face because yeah. i i i heard that and i totally was thinking the opposite like yeah. there's some like girl I say that all up the front time. that was just like what do you
2: want <laughs> no i mean they they hire super friendly uh, you know attractive females to do everything up front so like there was there was no issue there
1: are you also um, going to be hiring attractive females for your I clinic don't,
2: i don't really care like i don't think that that should be we're not knockout knockouts like haircuts for men we're just, you know, my clinic, I want it to, I want to be at the forefront, forefront of the medical field in the medical industry in this field. And I don't care what the nurse looks like, you know, maybe I'm, I'm envisioning the
1: housekeeper from two and a half men.
2: I don't, I don't know what that. Did you is. ever watch that show? Yeah, but I can't, I can't picture what she was. She had
1: like her. the red hair. She always joked about Charlie being like a terrible person and she was going to like steal his money.
2: Nope. Got nothing. Oh. I can remember the kid,
1: I can remember the guy, and then the other guy. Uh, I just saw the other
2: guy on, like, uh, Conan or something talking about his roll-on hair.
1: Oh, yeah. And then they did the shot from above, mm-hmm. and it was, like, all black. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, Eric, I appreciate all of the fantastic information that <laughs> you've provided me today. i I got to think about the camera. I'm not... I'm not a professional.
1: You're not Cecil B. DeMille. I can't
2: even see. I'm not. The things flipped around. Is it looking at us? Is it recording?
1: I mean, you didn't change. You didn't change where that's pointed. No, that's
2: like rule number one. Don't look at the camera. We're gonna break the. Is it fourth wall or third wall? We're gonna. It's um,
1: definitely the fourth wall.
2: So the only reason that we even know that it stopped recording is because the monitor was flipped out towards us and we saw it go away. Well, now is it recording? I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. So I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you sharing your story, all the intimate details. Um, I want to check back in with you when things change. When you start, just, you know, you've got my number. Let's text. And as things start to feel better or worse, um, I expect you to have some side effects at 200 milligrams a week. That's That's a hefty
1: dose. So, like,
2: yeah, we'll talk about it.
1: What if my body responds really well? And it's just like, this is great. That'd be great. I want that.
0: Thank you for listening to the
1: TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT community.